The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, superfly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! No, this fucking idiot yeah. <laughs> has like 15 grand. He has 15 fucking grand sitting in Bitcoin. And he's so scared to give his information to somebody to get the money because he's insistent that every three-letter organization in America is after him. For real. Nobody gives a fuck about you. No, you're not really, Giuliani. Nobody's coming to raise yeah, you right. for your phone. Well, <laughs> and your, la- yeah, your laptop, your phone. And they're like... I don't know why they did that. Giuliani's like, I don't know why they did that. It wasn't like I was going to hide the evidence or anything. And it's just like, Dude, oh my God. The you've... FBI doesn't care about your search history, which is just all searches in Pornhub for redhead in Boston, Red Sox hat getting choke fucked. <laughs> That's very specific. Oddly <laughs> <laughs> really enough, oh, there's like 789 videos with that. I, not that I've searched. No, you've never searched that. Uh, oh, Rudy Jules, man. And it's funny. Did you see his fucking coked out son? Come on the news and try to defend him too. Does this is get so coked out before they a, go on TV, dude, on the Repub side. Hey, listen, I can understand a little bit of a nail or key bump before you get on, but don't rip a fat gator tail. Like we're <laughs> so going to wait, Giuliani's kid. Yeah, you didn't went know on TV. Julie- no, I didn't see Giuliani's that. Giuliani's son went on the news to like stick up for his dad. Because I've seen it- that fucking Eric Trump show up. Oh boy, brother. I mean. Gak no, him City. and his brother, both of the Trump brothers, oh are fucking God. gacked out of their tree, dude. No, Eric is so. I mean, it's amazing that you would go on a video, post it to Twitter, yeah. and you can literally see blossoms in your fucking nose. Well, yeah. Felony rings, felony rings, <laughs> and he's outside. Like he's outside Trump Tower when in January in New York, one of the coldest cities in the world. But he still got flops. Just, sweat. just, and you're like, sweating. what the fuck is sure. happening? Just sweating bullets. That whole oh. family has a weird pituitary issue. Oh man, like there's a lot of sweating. And Donald, in Trump, the Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump doesn't drink. Like he's a no, no he's he never doesn't. drank. He just like, rails fucking Adderall that he has a prescription for, so it's okay. That's what I'm thinking. Well, he gets that good Adderall. He gets that Mexican Adderall, dude. Yeah. He doesn't even bother with the American <laughs> shit. He <What>? gets. <laughs> I can attest to the Mexican Adderall. When I went there for my honeymoon and I decided to take a couple back relaxers and a couple Xanax and go Woo! drink daiquiris by the pool, and Son. I started to shut down. Katie was like, "Hold on, we're going back to the pharmacy." And we went down there, and that magic pill worked at fifteen fucking Let me minutes. Tell you what, I was fine. That's by the way, that's the next uh, Pitbull LP release will be called Mexican Adderall. Yeah, <laughs> I have it on good authority. Good. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's guys. like 210 beats per minute. Every. <laughs> I'm, I'm on like five megs of fucking. The Addy? Adderall, right? Yeah, now. man. Yeah. But you got the Addy, right? Yeah, the three I, Ds. There's three Ds to the Adderall. Yeah. Um, no, but I put so much stuff. I know. <laughs> you are, yeah, you are. Um, I got to. I I worked with a girl that, not unlike Giuliani, I believe all those old dudes that are working this hard are they're all speeding their dick off. But I worked with a girl one time at a restaurant that was prescribed. I am not kidding you. She was prescribed sixty migs a day. Jesus Christ. Now, if you've ever taken Whoa. a 20, 
which is the big boy. That's the well, big boy. 30 is the big boy. That's the big pink one, which doesn't exist anymore. But a 20 will set you off for 14 hours. Jesus. She was prescribed 60 and would run out by the end of the month. Wow. Granted, she gave 10 or so to me every month, but that's the cost of fucking being the boss. Well, was she yeah. like a librarian or Just something saying. that has to do this tedious She was work a teacher. Oh, well, you, you kind of need chemical help to do that job that many hours for that little pay. <laughs> like, well, you got to be on something to be a teacher. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can't be right in the head. How do I actually get a prescription for Adderall? Like, you what, don't now. What are the magic You don't words? now. You can't really. That, you what can. you had to have been was diagnosed with adult ADHD, mm-hmm. ADD, as an er- earlier in your life, you'd have to have a positive diagnosis from a doctor. And then maybe they'll yep. give it to you. It, they are so tight with that shit these days. It's crazy. They're right? so tight. You know what? I went to a doctor one time. <laughs> Speaking of Adderall, I went to a doctor one time for a, ch- I, th- I forget what, it was like urgent care or something. And I went there for to like get stitches for something. And I was like, hey, by the way, let me ask you a question. Now, I've, taken Adderall before. Can I, and I'm like, as a doctor, can I just be like frank with you? And he's like, absolutely. Um, <laughs> and he takes a sip of his whiskey. Um, <laughs> absolutely. And I go, you know, I've taken Adderall before and I get the whole speed part of it. And he go, why does it make me feel so happy? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, it's meth. And I went, <laughs> yeah, touche doctor. Yeah. And he goes, I, I go, yeah, but it's not, I go, but it's just, it makes me feel better. Yeah. Well, dude, and he's meth like, addicts are the happiest yeah. fuckers no, on the uh, planet. You ever seen a toothless meth addict with no home, no. no job, lost his kids, runs up to you to ask for a quarter. You say, sorry, man, I don't have any. He goes, you know what? That's okay because Jesus loves us all. And you know what? I'm having a good day. You're going to have a good day. We're all going to have a good day. And then just scurries <laughs> off into the alley. Well, there's a there's a ratio to it. There's the beginning where they do the panels of meth addiction. And at the end, they're toothless and scabby and haggard. Yeah. And then there's the first picture. Happiness with meth lies in panel two or three. Yes. That's when you're hitting your meth stride. Yeah. And then the Bobby, you're from New Mexico. Can <laughs> yeah. you tell us more about meth heads that you grew up with? You're from Bloomfield. Um, you know, it's funny. Like, and maybe this is a generational issue. We didn't have meth heads. No, we had speed. We had speed. Different. But very, very little of it. Yeah, and it was dirty biker speed. It was different. Um, mostly what we had was like schwagweed from Juarez and Fuck yeah. the worst cocaine you could possibly get your hands on. <laughs> now, although one of those things Worse have than changed, Durango cocaine? One of them Not hasn't. that I've tried it. I've heard things about Durango cocaine that I just, I'm never going to try it. <laughs> I never, I, I hear it smells wonderful. Um, it's, it, some things will never change in the drug world. Unless you live on a border city, like within striking distance to a border, you think you're getting drugs. You are not. Let's just be honest. I lived in LA that long. We got all the good drugs. Um, guys, I hope you have had a last two weeks that were nothing short of ephemeral. And I hope everybody has enjoyed themselves and enjoyed their families and friends and whatever buttholes they could enter in the last two weeks. I hope all of those things worked out for you. I hope you gave nobody a UTI. I hope everything is glorious. Um, By the way, that was two squares. You did a racist Asian accent. That's and not true. you also said ephemeral. So that's two different squares on the fucking bingo card. I think that's only one. And you brought up anal sex. Like, why do we have to keep going back to this Bingo. well? <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome back to the realest of whiskeys and the whiskiest of reels. It is 
the whiskey reel and we are back we are back in the bunkie we are many miles below the earth's surface as you well know i'm back here with my brethren and we are about to uh have a good time it's been a while sean and myself are on hiatus uh we're gonna get into some things but first to my left is the giant mountain of a man he is the producario he is the flounderiest of chuddiest and the chuddiest of flounders. He is my friend, my compatriot, and he basically does all the heavy lifting for the program, so we have to uh, introduce him. He makes us do this. This is Sean Moriarty. Thank you very much. Yes, and geologists have studied the mountain and have never seen gelatinous rock before, but <laughs> yes, to my left is Mr. Bivens, if you're nasty and we know you're nasty. Yes, sir. He is the guest. He is Bobbeth Van Noyes of the Tallahassee Van Noises. Thank you. He puts welcome. the UTI in cutie. <laughs> uh, I'm going to cover this UTI issue in my uh, Pearls of Wisdom. Perfect. Okay. Good, 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 good. I feel like we need to address this. <laughs> now we do. Because you fucking idiots won't Shut up about it. It's so good. Don't tell us the things you don't want us to make jokes exactly. about on this the podcast. That's true. true. Or say, please don't joke about this on the podcast. I literally say that all the fucking time. No, you haven't. Yeah, I do. You didn't about <laughs> To my left. <laughs> yes, thank you. He is the opposite of Dorian Gray. Yes, sir. He is the soul crusher of all soul crushers. He's also the general manager of the Cosmos much like Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> I got a kind of a Degrassian sort of feel to it. This is my buddy. We call him Wolfgang Fuck, but he is otherwise known as Tony Montanus. <laughs> Jeez, he, we're going through all this. I'm going through sure. all this. Do Let's it. do it. He is Aaron Antonio Branderas uh, of the Rhone. Branderas. Thank you. You have to qualify it. So um, I am going to add one more nickname on for myself. I, you know the old adage. You never nickname yourself. It always goes poorly. But uh, hence, heretofore, <laughs> I shall be known as Swagger Vance. Thank you very much. Um, so it can't be. You definitely, if you're going to give yourself no, your own nickname, no. it has to be like super deprecating. If if it's going to be accepted, I know, but but yeah, I veto. just thought of that on the way Swagger, here. So. Yeah, veto. Um, anyway, it's a line item veto. <laughs> it's a line item veto. Um, no, no, sir. We will not be saying <laughs> that to you. Negatory, my negatory. friend. Negatory. Um, guys, I hope you guys have had a great past couple weeks. We've missed you dearly. Sean was ready to chew off his arm to get in the studio today, so that we're able to record. Jesus we are. Christ. All very excited to be here. We will not let you down. We've got a lot of fun action-packed shizzle to get to. We will talk a little discourse. We're going to talk some booze discord? right now. What's discourse? Discord. Oh. I said court discourse. You did. Well, we're <laughs> discoursing. That's fine. Um, that's fine. I'm very uh, idiot-like idiot when it comes to anything tech, so there you go. Um, we're going to talk a little booze. And I hope you guys have Ooh. a bottle next to you, because yeah. we do. Um, this is a wonderful piece of vodka. It's a piece <laughs> of vodka. Um, I found this over at oh, 6th Street. Big ups to 6th Street. I love those guys over yep. there. Um, even though I see a new person working behind the register every single time I go in there, every it time. doesn't put me off at all. <laughs> um, 
I looked over here. There were some crunchy fools looking at which shitty vodka they wanted to pick, and I let them deal with their lives. I dipped in right in the middle of fucking Stacy and Chad. I blew right through them, and I grabbed a bottle of this wonderful stuff. I've never had it before. This is called Haku. We are now going down the Japanese distillation rabbit hole. Yeah. Are we just Suntory uh, shells now? Do I know. We, should we just be sponsored sun- by Suntory? Shiltory. No. The Japanese uh, will really like our specific dispositions on this podcast for because, sure. you know, they're outlandish and they don't. Uh, sure, sure. They like to say outlandish things in public and they, no, they're not worried about dishonoring their family. That's very much part of their culture. <laughs> um, this did ha- you just say family? No, I said family. He did. I heard it too. Um, we're going to put a filter on that. Gross. This all to family. This is uh, Japanese craft vodka. What makes this special? It's in a beautiful bottle. Ooh. It's ribbed for my pleasure. And it looks very Suntory-ish. Now that you guys have all gotten the toki and you know, you're going down that, they have a very specific style of label. Yes, it has a Japanese image or character on the front, but just their fonts and kind of how they set up everything. It's very, very kind of classic. Um, um, for what they do. This is, of course, 80%. Um, what makes this vodka special? We'll have Carol read a little bit of a blip in a bit, just so you know what's cracking on that end. But it is 100% Japanese rice. Mm. Yes, you can make alcohol out of rice. Yep. Welcome to sake. It but ferments. you can, anything that ferments, you can make into booze, guys, right? That's why there's bathtub gin, right? Yeah. You can ferment anything. Um, this is 100% Japanese rice. What makes it cool is they use a bamboo charcoal filtration. So obviously everything's indigenous to Japan. Rice, bamboo. They're using what they have to create. And it, we've we've joked around with like how like light-handed the distillers are and the, and the people that make their booze. They have such a beautiful touch to it um everything they touch is soft and supple and it's really elegant and this is absolutely right down with those words uh, bobby tasted this and his eyes almost jumped out of his head what do you, what did you what, what are your thoughts on this because this is special um i think if i was going to formulate a thought i would say that i can't say offhand that this is the best vodka i've ever had but I can tell you, I've never had a better vodka. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> never. There you go, son. Um, everything, ab- everything about this spirit is elegant. It is perfectly balanced. It has the greatest mouthfeel maybe of any spirit I've ever had. Velvety. Face, right. dude. It's like drinking silk. Yeah, man. No doubt. No doubt it, about it. It's unbelievable it's like how if good a this is. Geisha girl was dancing in her mouth. It's but I'm racist. Thirty dollars, okay. thirty bucks, everybody. If you can find it, it's called Haku. Haku. H A K U. Thirty bucks. I'm sure you can find it a little bit more, a little bit less expensive. Wow. But for for that price, you're you're in the neighborhood of Stoli. Yeah. You're in the neighborhood like twenty seven, twenty eight. You're in the neighborhood of vodkas that are just almost afterthought back bar vodkas. Mm. This is something we're sipping this on the rocks. We tried it straight first. Sean's doing a little I'm doing straight. It straight. That's my jam. Just to get the yeah. fucking taste. But man, with a little dilution and some temperature adjustment, Ooh. this I don't sip vodka. I will do a vodka shot, which sounds ratchet, but whatever. I, I have my life. Shut up. It's the least offensive um, shot to just take if you're looking to well, not like... Rex yeah. is a big... That's what she does, so that's what I do. Uh, okay. I'm, a, I'm a fucking simp. But... but yeah, this chilled is sipping vodka, guys. This is no joke. It's pleasant. Um, like Bobby said, that mouthfeel, man. It's like super plush and almost like when you get a good beer, Sean, you can attest to this. Mm. When you get a good beer, so one of the descriptors for tasting like the head is like parfait. Yeah. Like it's almost uh-huh. like a parfait. This has like this 
parfait sort of unctuous feeling. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you think about it? Because you're not I really... honestly, it's the most, it, like, I'm going to agree with Bobby. It's like the least offensive, whiz- <laughs> least offensive vodka I've drank straight because I've drank plenty of vodka straight. Sure. You know, headed to a movie, going to grab a shitty little half Pop pint off. of fucking Svedka and just slam it because it, or it mixes well into Sprite. Pop off. This... It does not taste like witch hazel or, no, you know what not, I mean? Totally no, it doesn't did. taste like anything weird. It also doesn't have that strange, the strange off flavors you get from a lot of the grains. Mm-hmm. I dig the idea that they use rice because a lot of like the reason Coors Light and Bud Light is so fucking smooth and doesn't taste like anything rice. is because they use a lot of rice. They don't use the traditional grains you'd use for those styles of beer. Exactly. So rice is always makes something smoother. And this is the smoothest vodka I've had. And I've had some really good smooth vodka. Well, we've like, all p- overpaid for a vodka. I yeah. mean, there are vodkas out there that are 80 bucks a bottle that are 800 times distilled and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Or you can go in the other direction with Grey Goose and it's one distillation so they can keep the flavors. That's what makes it special. But this, man, I mean, fuck, dude. This blows Tito's out of the fucking water. And uh, Tito's is everybody that's like, you know, I like Tito's because, you know, it's from Texas. Or, uh, hey, I like Tito's because it's handcrafted and it's not handcrafted small batch shit anymore. That is the biggest vodka in the fucking country. And a hand moves the machinery buttons. It's it's the biggest vodka in the world, actually. Is it the world Um, now? And it's one of the top. It's one of the biggest spirits. It's one of the the top five sellers on the planet. And yet, and by the way, big up to fucking Tito. He comes into this town all the time. Does he? He's never been a sweeter dude. Sweet. Like, no, I'm just saying. He this comes in. Ass. This guy comes in and he buys the entire like restaurant. He used to come into seasons all the time. Buy the entire restaurant a- around. Wow. He's just. He's like a really so he's good. Cool. Dude. So yeah, I don't mean to besmirch the name of Tito. I'm yeah. just saying this crushes Tito's. No, hundred percent. And so it's it'll bring- be a little more expensive, right? Well, how much does Tito's cost? Uh, it's the same. About Twenty-seven, the same twenty-eight. Yeah. Okay, so it's a couple bucks more. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, this, you're talking about a bunch of vodkas that use additives. They use glycerol or glyc- glycerin. 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 The shit you make um, soap with? They cre- they're they trying to create the mouthfeel that this has very naturally, yeah. very organically. They're trying to create, like Grey Goose, is, I think, is the most notorious of all the, you know, kind of like upper mid-level yeah. vodkas that, that use glycerin. And they do it on create purpose. silkiness. Exactly. This is silky. Man, this it just is. is. Uh, and, and I know vodka is kind of underwhelming. Us in the bar business hate vodka because it's boring. It doesn't impart anything to a drink. Sure. However, um, when you get a hold of a good one, it's really nice to break it up. You know, we love our whiskey. We love our gin here. Um but we've I don't think we've ever done nope. a vodka and I'm glad it was this one. I think we did Monopolova once as like a just because you had had it and that we were like yeah. uh, we need did anybody bring a booze? We, yeah. we needed a bottle. That's right. Um yeah. but this would be this is not a mixing vodka. Enjoy this in a martini. Um enjoy mm. this in a vesper. Enjoy mm. this um a little bit untrad non-traditionally. Don't don't try to mix this and step on it in a mule or something. It'll no, just die and no. disappear. It has like an inherent sweetness from the rice that's super pleasant, super approachable. Um, I was glad I found it. I just said, screw it. It's a Suntory product. I thought it'd be yep. a fun through line for us. Had no idea what we're getting into. And boy, am I pleasantly surprised. At 30 bucks, I was going to get Woodford, which we haven't done for 40. And I, we went, haven't. Yeah. I went, oh shit, I'm just going to do this. And man, I'm glad I did. I'm and glad it's, did once too. again, it's called Haku in case. Like, I feel like we should repeat the booze a few times just so people know so they yeah. don't have to go back to the notes and haku vodka from suntory did uh carol find anything on this because it's rather obscure yeah let's hit her up hey carol can you tell us a little bit about haku vodka from suntory oh yes boys i have another bottle right down here and don't worry i haven't gotten into it 
because my therapist says no more day drinking. Now, the front label says the Japanese craft vodka. So apparently they're under the impression it's the only one. <laughs> Snarky. <It's laughs> crawled into your shitter today, Carol. I'll never get over what Toshi did to me. <laughs> oh, my God. Hakko uh. translates to brilliance and white. Inspired by 100% Japanese white rice and bamboo charcoal filtration that is utilized to deliver an unparalleled soft, round, and subtly sweet vodka. Soft, round, and subtly sweet sounds like my booty boys. She does not, not wrong. She does not come with a C. <laughs> Bobby <laughs> fucked Carol. But you got to just say no eventually, Bobby. Dude, we had a night. It's not a big deal. We're grownups. Mm-hmm. We're grownups that can like engage in grown-up activity. Dude, it's like end of tomorrow. You just keep repeating Carol's sexual escapades every she's, day. Well, for the she's just like, oh, become your that's like. That's not a time loop I want to get caught in. <laughs> she's just she's just become your like utility go-to gal, and you can't spell utility without UTI. So <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Let's move on to the body of the podcast. Wow. So, like Aaron said before, uh, we were both on hiatus because we took some short trips, vacations that yeah. were desperately needed fucking a. tell me about your trip to indianapolis um, you got to meet rex's fam i got to meet uh papa rex and sister rex and aunties the aunt both aunties um i will say indianapolis is one of the most surprising cities i've ever been to nobody in that town drives a car more than three years old everybody's rolling in ranges and benzos and fucking teslas wow. i and i guess from what i understand it's that lucas field money it's oh, that lucas, lucas oil. oil money um but my God, everybody is dripped out. Everybody looks awesome. I went to a mall. They were selling Balenciaga $1,900 sneakers and $400 Versace belts. It was like the rich people store. Yeah, and the rich mall. Man, I'm telling you, I was so impressed by the level of swag this fucking town has. It's just off the charts. Great food. Did not have a single bad meal while I was there. Very impressed with that. We stayed at the, I'm going to call it the Skeridin, um <laughs> because there was so much pimping and hoeing going on in this in this Sheridan. It was magical <laughs> to the point where Rex was like, "I ain't looking at that girl because you know as soon as she did, she'd be like, bitch, who are you looking at?'" Um, but um, it was so much fun. Um, great town, a great town to visit. Her her uh, family's fantastic. I went to the most ratchet bar I've ever been to in my life called the Living Room Lounge. I was me and the Where's Waldo waiter were the only two white people in there, and I couldn't have had a better time listening to people that probably could have been professional singers in another life. It was like Whitney got up, and then Smokey Robinson got up, and then Beyonce got up, and and everybody was just wailing. And dude, it was so much fun. We're doing shots with her dad. I got her dad. Um, <laughs> Had a blast, but I'm so happy to be back. How was how was uh, how was your trip? Ah, Denver was fun. It's uh, Denver. I think I've run out of the like Denver trips. Like we, that's kind of our go to because okay. it's like we could go to Albuquerque, but we want to go to a city that doesn't suck. So we go to Denver <laughs> and drive a couple extra hours. Um, we were supposed to see a hockey game, a stand up comedy show, and a baseball game. Fucking baseball game got rained out and they added it to the next day. And I was like, sweet, let's just go to the double header game tomorrow. Right. And then I got another email that was like, yeah, so everybody that has tickets to Tuesday's game can see both games, but we can't sanitize and like move the stickers on the seats around in between the games because there's only 45 minutes in between the games. So they were like, we're just going to refund you, which they never do, especially when you Whoa. buy third party uh. tickets. But the comedy show was fucking fire. Chad Daniels was hilarious. And the two openers that he had were fucking awesome too. Like, nice. Just super solid. Uh, not 
not too heavy on the I was worried. I was like, are these guys all going to be relying on covid related content? And while they each of them maybe did five minutes on it, um, it was stuff I hadn't heard before. It was stuff I hadn't that like they, they had some fresh perspectives. Um, it was fun. The food wasn't bad. The South version of Comedy Works because they have a little club in downtown okay. and it's like butts to nuts in there. It's like everybody has to be smashed together to actually make money. So they're not even opening that. They have a bigger one that's uh, in Greenwood Village yep. and it's dope. And I threw a whiskey reel sticker up on the back of a hey. street sign right in front of there. So I was like, Huzzah. these type of people are probably our type of people. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was fun. The hockey game was okay. The fucking Sharks got their asses kicked by the abs. So Katie was happy. You um, weren't. I was not. <laughs> uh, I was, but I was enjoying just being at a sporting event. It was really, really fun. And had it, had although it. I will say this, something I learned at the hockey game. Um, these apps that we can all gamble on are going to destroy society <laughs> because not only was the abs game, the, one of the main sponsors pointsbet.com where their logos were going on the, oh, yeah. the little mini screen that goes around the whole arena, right? Right before the game starts, this chick pops up on the screen with a giant QR code on the fucking jumbotrons. Like here's the odds for all the things happening tonight and scan this QR code to bet on this game right fucking now. And Whoa. I look around and I see people on their phones. I'm like, Katie. Three people just lost their house and their wives. <laughs> this is amazing. That's right. How um, how did they treat um, the whole COVID thing at um, the hockey game? At the hockey game, every they were just like everybody. You have to be wearing your mask if you're not eating or drinking. Like actively, you're actively right. eating or drinking, which was fine you. because I had a Tall Boy of Coors Original and then just replaced that one when it was done with another Tall Boy of Coors <laughs> Original. Sean's like, this is the only time where being a fat shit comes to my advantage because oh, I yeah. never stopped eating or drinking. I just kept drinking beer. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really eat much while I was there because the food's so expensive and it's generally Dude, not it's good at any... Shit. Uh, it depends on where you go. Like, base, certain baseball fields have some legit shit, but you have to, like, hunt for it. Like, in sure. San Francisco has the best food of any baseball park. You can get like a crab salad sandwich and a dope-ass scratch-made bread bowl of fucking chowder, and they have like an organic thing. Most of the time, you have to go to the club level to find a good shit. They have like a carving station and shit. For sure. Seattle's the same way, but it's like very, it's like, 35 bucks sometimes to get yeah. up. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, like, you're like, get something yeah. decent. Is. Oh, you're paying, man. I got a you're quarter. Nose, paying. Paying. Look got, at those. She gets shitty beer for $10. Um, yeah. Red Hook. Yeah. In Seattle, which it's the only fucking beer up there, right? Yeah. It's not very good. It's either. like 11 fucking bucks oh, yeah. dude, ESB, for a cup of Red Hook. The ESB is not bad. No, it's the ESB is nice, dude. It's a good beer. I got over all those early craft beers I got over in high school because it was like we thought we were cool because we had Sierra Nevada and sure. like Red Tail and Red Hook instead of just having Coors Light, Natty Light and shit. So I kind of got over that and being in the beer industry for so long, even since I was like 18 working for breweries and shit, like I've always been a snob. Coors Original is the one macro beer that I think stands up against every other one. It's clearly the best of all. It's better than Budweiser. It's wow. better than all those other things. Bank- yeah. I drink a Red Hook with Eddie Vedder. So. Did, Did you really? really? That fucking happened. Did for he, real? Did yeah. he give you the That's exactly how he talks. This beer is fucking delicious. That's exactly how he talks. No, we were out the... Um, there's a band in Seattle called the Souvenirs. They're kind of a rockabilly mm-hmm. um, legends, basically. Sweet. They were one of the first huge bands um, locally in okay. Seattle. You know what I mean? Um, the Souvenirs were playing what was supposed to be, which it never works out this way. But <laughs> it was supposed to be their last show. And so there was a bunch of luminaries there. Um, some dudes from Alice in Chains, sure. blah, blah, you know. 
like and so everyone's like you know scuttling about talking about oh, Eddie oh my Ve- god yeah. Eddie Vedder's here Everybody's or whatever said, yeah yeah my brother runs up to me and he's like I think Eddie Vedder's here and I'm like yeah you're fucking retarded get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and then I look to my right and I was like oh and no. he's tiny that's Eddie Vedder he's a tiny guy standing next to me yeah drinking a Red Hook and so I just gave him the little you know like hey. Hey, hey, we're look drinking. Look, look at what I'm drinking. Look at we're drinking. <laughs> Let's be best friends. And so he gave me like a little, you know, we did a little cheersy. A little cheersy poo? Yeah. He's a, yeah. Uh, from what I understand, I've I've never, like I've met, um, I've met Cornell. I've met some different guys from that area. They always were, seemed to be very chill. Uh, Dave Grohl I met was very cool. Like, I hear he's the coolest mother. Like is, Dave he, Grohl's just a delight. He's literally the guy who'll be like, dude, you want a shot? Like, I mean, if you're around, oh, like, he's and that guy. Sean looks like Dave Grohl's weird cousin. I look like I look like if Dave Grohl ate the rest <laughs> of the band. <laughs> <laughs> oh if Dave God. Grohl ate Taylor and the rest of the yeah. boys. <laughs> yeah. That's I know. Taylor, Taylor's only about 1,100 calories from what I understand. So, so I think he'd be good. It's like those <laughs> shitty wings from Domino's. It's just mostly bone. So you guys all went out of town. Yep. And, and you did not. I did not. I However. Im- I imported my own fun for the weekend <laughs> um i've been seeing a young woman <gasps> that's right you had your big date okay can i ask a question yeah. and i was saving this for the podcast bring it and i don't want to put you on bring it at all but care. but in indianapolis you guys were texting and now i know i turn off my notifications at night otherwise i don't get sleep with you guys um <laughs> we and all of our texts happen during the day we're never texting that late night trust me i've got i've got receipts um however I fucking was looking and I saw this one thread from Sean and Bobby. I, this was last week sometime. And it was, hey, I really I really like this girl. I've been hanging out with her kids. I think she's special. And it was like very like, I was like, oh, I guess he's seeing somebody. No clue who he's talking about. Flash forward three bubbles later. <laughs> and he's going, yeah, and she's really cool. This girl that I just was starting to talk to. I was like, what happened between this bubble and that bubble? Um <laughs> It was a lot to inject. Like the the life and times of Bobbeth Van Noyes is it's a the very best thing it's a ever. very fluid situation. This is why I stopped watching Young and the Restless because I have no need. <laughs> but I just so I wanted to, to ask you because he was so effusive. She's special, and I really like this one. And then like three bubbles later, it was talking about some other chick. You just I was met. not talking so, about some yeah, other. Chick. So I. J- he no. got receipts. Receipts. Um, <laughs> I just want to say. Um, but anyway. Anyway. So, so what is happening? Can you catch us all yeah, up? Yeah, tell us. Let's set the scene because you had been talking to this girl for a while via text message. So, so I, I mean, long story short, uh, she and I met on Hinge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unhinged? Unhinged. <laughs> and uh, she was visiting town because her two friends who I got to meet last weekend uh, had Ooh. just moved here. You're meeting friends. I was. I'm, <gasps> I met friends. I've You're, met daughters. He's being you met daughters. I met daughters. Whoa. Okay. I want to hear. Go. 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 Um, she's fucking great, dude. She's super sweet. She's super fun. Um, her daughters are cool as hell. Like they're really kind of like nerdy, cool. sweet kids. You sweet. know what I mean? Like I really like that a lot. Awesome. Um, her friends were super nice. Um, her friends are super hot, by the way. I'm, I, I hope Just she never listens to note. this, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, this is my friend. And I was like, that's one of the hottest girls I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Don't fuck this up, Bobby. <laughs> no, I know. I'm not. So anyway. I'm not. And she's hot. And, and I, yeah, she's gorgeous. And I, I, I just really, I don't know. We're having a lot of fun. Uh, we had a great weekend together. 
we spend as much time as possible, you know, uh, getting to know each other because, you know, I mean, we've ha- we've gotten to know each other basically over, you know, Facebook Live. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? But she Shit gets like to that. see you in your element. She gets to meet your yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd say I hate to criticize this lovely woman, but super risky on a first meet date to introduce with the kids. Uh, at being a child of divorce, my dad was like, when he was dating again, he's like, you're not meeting any of these chicks until like, I'm sure that that's this what, is a thing. That's, that's sure, what sure. I did. Yeah. Um, I, I always waited till I thought at least there was a shot of being with somebody for more than a couple nights. Now that being said um, though, that means that she might, you know, this, she might be, see a future. That's why she was like, let's just get this done. I'm in town. I'm not, I don't live here. So like, I don't, I, I know you guys don't do like online dating and stuff because you have people in your life. But, um, when you actually meet someone in real life, which is, I met her without her kids where it was just, she and I, and we met at the, the deli and, Shocker. um, yeah, stunning, <laughs> stunning turn of events. Uh, we just immediately hit it off. We just immediately were like, Oh, Okay. Yeah, nice. It like, just worked. We, we like each other. Yeah, that's worth thing. All right. So I think um, we were kind of champing at the bit a little bit to kind of get together. She's, you know, going to come into town later this month. But I don't know. Like, we had just been talking enough to she was like, okay, um, I got my girls this weekend, but I want to come to Durango. Nice. So Sweet. She, Where does she live? She packed Salt Lake. Oh, okay. So, so it's not it's like not that across bad. the country. It's not that bad. Right. Um, so they did like a, they drove to Moab, stayed the night in Moab, sure. and then broke it up. So are you going to go um, to that shitty town? I am. Uh, Salt Lake's actually not so bad for No, right I know. Here. Salt I Lake's not bad. I kid my Mormon brethren. Uh, I'm going up for my birthday. Oh, nice. Okay, dope. So she'll be here at the end of the month, and then I'm going up uh, mid-June. Sweet. To, so this uh, sounds a little bit kind of like it's treading on serious. I mean, it's treading on something. But, I mean, we don't know. I mean. See, this is my argument for why Bobby is a lesbian trapped in a man's body. Now, hear me out. Um, (laughs) Have you ever heard of. Go on. Are you familiar (laughs) with. If you've watched The L Word, which is my reference, uh, my reference for all lesbian nonsense. And so. (laughs) Sean's never seen one. He's just. No, I have plenty of friends. But Uh, there is there is a term in the lesbian community of you hauling, which is that they're they're very quick to get together and move in with each other. So is this moving super no, lesbian? Quick? No, okay. no, 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 not moving no. in. Because you're because just... well, I mean, you're in a time right now where you're going to be in between. Pla- you're about to move to a new place. If it got serious enough, and you <laughs> have no, you were you were no, yeah. No. I'm not moving to Salt Lake again. No, no. I thought maybe she'd move here. I've made that mistake before. Um, were she to decide she wanted to move here, like we would have that conversation. But yeah, I mean, it's still a little early. We're not broaching I that would subject. Say. But the fact that you guys are going out of your way to spend, it's not like when you, it's not like when you're dating somebody that lives in the same town as you, where you know you can see each other all the time, so you don't necessarily have to. If you're putting out that much effort to see each other and to to stay in contact, obviously there's got to be, I mean, you guys like each other. That's obvious. So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, man, that's awesome. Best of luck, dude. Thanks, bud. By the way, there's going to be a QR code you can get on (laughs) pointsbet.com and you can make a bet. What is the over under that Bobby is A, moving to Salt Lake? B, she's moving here. Or C, she hears this podcast and this scares the shit out of her. Dude, this would not be the first time Bobby has gotten his ass in a sling due to this podcast. <laughs> Trust me. This is... It happens in yeah. every relationship you have. I've, <laughs> I've, I've wrapped up a few relationships on this podcast. <laughs> but I mean, even, I'm going to say 60 to 75% of the negative interactions you have with Durango locals are because of this podcast. Yeah. 
Hundred percent. Okay. Well, cool. which is funny. Sixty percent is one hundred percent. One hundred percent. It doesn't even make sense. We don't even really talk shit. We talk more shit about ourselves. We than do. Else. But anyway, let's move um, to some news. That's yeah, dude. Fuck. Let's talk about how our forty-sixth president mm-hmm. is fucking doing work. Yeah. Um. You want to compare his first hundred days to even man? I'm he even lapped Obama on this yeah. one, man. Yep. Yeah, he is outperforming. He's listening to the progressives. Yeah, it's. I feel like I'm. Li- I'm waiting for the other shoe to fall. I told my mom where I'm like, I'm waiting for something bad to happen because right now it's going on such a good trajectory mm-hmm. with everything. And I've met your mom. She has thoughts on this. Um, have you met my mom? <laughs> yeah. Um, she might have. <laughs> She has, she has MSNBC few... tattooed on the inside of her bottom lip. <laughs> <laughs> she peels her lip down and there's a peacock. Um, but yeah, she's aggro. But but dude, what do you, dude, I mean, honestly, I mean, what do honestly, you guys think? Just seeing that like you had the, the previous administrations, you had Clinton and Obama who pandered to the far left to get elected. But then once they started appointing very people, central, very centrist. And yeah. so what Biden's not doing that both administrations before him did is he's not taking these like Wall Street connected centrists and putting them in the economic position. He is, like you said, listening to the, the the far like not let's not say far left, but he's listening to more progressive voices, and he's recognizing that because like Clinton and Obama thought essentially that the 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 ever growing um, inequality gap was just this natural phenomenon that happens because of different you know global markets are changing blah 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 bullshit and Biden actually believes that that inequality is actually created by human hands like it's 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 because of what we've done to workers and how the previous administrations Republican or Democrat have given everything they can and given more power to corporations and now that we're focusing on the workers I'm like holy shit like you said like I didn't even fucking think this was possible that we'd actually have because yeah. we were we, we were even said it on this podcast we were like he's a centrist he's gonna be right down Dude, the middle we're not so stoked he's a corporate chill as well don't get it twisted I don't want to make him sound like he's the second coming yeah however policy Again, I don't care who you are. Let's talk about your policy and what you're doing. His policies speak to the fact that it seems genuinely concerned about the trajectory of the country. Yeah. Wouldn't you say, Bobby? Yes, I mean, 100%. Dude, uh, fucking everything. What was I railing on against him on the other last time we talked about him was the immigration thing. Yeah, border. border. It was at 125,000 that they would let in. He went from Trump's 16,000. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's almost like Trump hated uh, Mexicans. But um, he went from 16,000 to 62.5. So he brought it from there to there. So even the shit that I was kind of, I was a little bit questionable on, on where he was at. He's starting to just bring it. Dude, the fucking vaccine fucking recipe. That shit is next. Now, let's wait to see if it happens. But if he releases the fucking patents for that so that we can actually get to the business of healing the entire world. But can he do that? Yes. Because I I, I thought after all the bullshit that Mitt Romney had worked on getting passed with corporations or fucking people now. Well, that's the Citizens United thing. That's Citizens United thing. Like, don't don't these companies that develop the vaccines, they don't they get to decide whether or not they want it to, but and if they don't they're fucking monsters like why would you not want a vaccine fucking recipe out because they're cat cat that's what capitalism breeds dude what you were talking about before what you were saying before is that dangerous scary s word socialism Ooh, it's like there's a way that de- there's the biggest movement in, de- in the democratic party right now is dem socks is democratic socialists it's people that understand that you can still borrow a little bit from capitalism, but social programs seem to be 
the key to us being able to get past this hump. Yeah. Um, I don't know. In yeah, my and mind, you have know. to if you do not address the well, and that's the thing. Okay, so I, I was thinking originally, I was going like, if you don't address this gap as it gets longer and bigger and bigger, that's when you have some crazy violent revolution. But then I remembered we're in a very different time. There's not really going to be a crazy violent revolution when all the richest motherfuckers and with the technology we have these days go, ah, the revolution's close. Um, we didn't do anything about it, but we're going to immediately take our helicopters to our bunkers and like that shit didn't exist during the French Revolution. People couldn't escape that quickly. Like they don't give a fuck because they're protected. Oh, dude, the army wasn't an army yet and you had muskets. So revolution will not happen. Nobody, <laughs> nobody's yeah. going to put together a big enough army to overthrow the government. It's just the point. argument you always hear. Like, if we <laughs> don't deal with that's the overarching, like that vapid fucking argument. Yeah. Of, if we don't deal with this, there's going to be a big bloody revolution. Yeah, nobody th- but nobody th- says it in that voice. <laughs> they already tried it. It was I mean, the sixth. don't they? Yeah, I mean, right. Don't Floridians use that? <laughs> no, but they say if we don't put all the different races in their own little quadrants, we're going to have a revolution. <laughs> Kind of. I mean, well, there's definitely a segment of the, our, our population that is very much on that side. And yeah, um, segregate. We're se- dealing with a whole different uh, dynamic and paradigm right now with with this presidency. And by the way, I'm not. I, I've said it. I, I'm not the hugest fucking fan of Joe Biden in the world. Either was no. I, dude. He's done some but bad like, shit, crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I'm he's like, he's a war sort of, hawk. He's fucking yes. dude. Dude, don't don't sleep, dude. That guy spent forty years being not the most racially sensitive not human being all, we've ever met. Dude, you know dude I mean? mandatory minimums. He's a big like backer. He's that. a little touchy. I think what we're getting to is that uh, first of all, I love his touchiness. I love it. <laughs> the hair smelling. I love it. Yes. What's creepier, feeling a girl? That's not up what I mean by touchy. Or smelling. That's hair. not what I mean by touchy. <laughs> by touchy, I mean he's he's got a temper. He's he's temperamental. Oh, yes, he's, okay. he's, he's oh he'll light somebody up. He's brusque. He's going to give you some shit. Brusque, I like that. Oh, you know how about ornery? Um, he's ornery. My favorite video of Joe Biden ever is the guy standing on the balcony across the street yelling at him. And he turns around and he's like, hey, everything's going to be all right, buddy. Don't jump. Don't jump. Don't jump. <laughs> so just because he's delivering pizzas to some factory. And it was like the guy just shut the fuck up. Awesome, dude. Yeah. He's like, um, don't jump. You're going to be OK. I, but you know, he's he, he seems like an old man, which is. we know he is. He seems like an old man that just has run out of give a fuck. And why would he give a shit at any point right now? About trying to please anybody, about trying Dude. to... I mean, he's fought well, for this for 45 fucking years. And now he's here, and now maybe you just take... You bite the bullet, and you go, you know what? I don't have that many years left. I have a legacy. That's what I'm leaving behind. Mm-hmm. And all I can do is try to do the right thing. And we've had problems with Kamala. I've had problems with Biden. There's people that he's appointed in his cabinet that I don't particularly like, that I think are bad people, regardless of that fact. Mm-hmm. Again, go back to a person's policies. I don't care who you are. What have you done? Mm -hmm. And what he's done was delivered a tremendous amount of vaccines very efficiently. What he's done is turned around all of our foreign relations with with the Mm -hmm. entire world. What he's done is the right thing by virtue of even even the fact that the student loan debt was on the table. Even the fact like we're talking about bigger picture things that we've never been in a position to talk about. And it feels like you're right, Bob. He's 82. He don't give a fuck. How many more years you have left? You're not going to basically run again, probably. Um, you he's know, 70. He's 78. 
He's well, 78. Well, <laughs> he'll be 72 by the end of his term. And he's got a second term. Sorry. Yeah. But, but, the, but cool, the cool part it's about- It's possible, but still, like, you don't know what life's going to deal you. No. So right now he's standing at de- he's standing right. at the end of the last stretch. He's on the home stretch. And he's like, mm-hmm. you know what? Yeah, I had to kowtow for mandatory minimum sentences. Yes, I was a war hawk. But maybe he's looking around going, you know what? Fuck it, bro. Like, yeah. maybe he is going to say fuck it and just do the right shit. He maybe. Is the- I don't know. And he says this all the time, and I love it. And people make fun of him for it. But he says, he's the come on, man, president. Come on. Come on, Like, man. what are you fucking talking about? Like, let's go. Let's just do something. Dude. And I like that. I love that about him. I love his attitude. Dude, yeah. Afghanistan. Like, you know? come, come on, on man. man. Let's but go. I'm just We've been glad. doing this for 25 years, bro. Let's, let's not go. do it anymore. Yes. Yep. And I'm just glad that they stopped, like, because the Obama and the Clinton administration the reason Obama and Clinton both were in for eight years, but somehow miraculously in the last 20 years, we've had more Republican, you know, presidential years that they realized that maybe the best thing isn't to try to pander to the middle to keep the votes. Maybe say, fuck it, pander more to the left and you might even get more votes the next well, time. It, because you you would think that they with Trump looming and definitely being the fucking person to worry about in 2024, you'd think that he wouldn't take this risk. But he's doing it anyway, and that's a big thing to think about. The problem is we don't need to pander to anybody. Just do the right fucking thing. And I guarantee you there are more Democrats in this country than Republicans. It's proven. There's Our social issues go on. Who wants a fucking Medicare for all? 75% of the country. Our views and our opinions as a nation are very well clear, meted out, and visual. There's no 50-50 when it comes to most of our major policies. It just takes somebody with the balls to be able to pull the trigger and go, I'm listening to you. That's all it takes. Let the Republicans whine. They're going to get the House back next fucking election. And then we won't be able to fucking do shit. So get it done now. Yep. Hey, boys. uh, Boy, that was fun. Wasn't that a bunch of laughs, everyone? I think it's time. uh, (laughs) I think it's time to take a step back and pay the fucking bills. Pay the bills, brother. Should we pay those bills? By the way, this is sort of another. We we got this sponsor back because they're expanding. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do you guys remember that song? Pay my bills. Pay my telephone bills. Pay my automobiles. And I looked over. I looked over at Rex. I was like. Yo, you lived up to your fucking song. <laughs> and she almost fucking killed me. But um, well, it's time. And now a word from our sponsors. <laughs> September 11th, 2001. The darkest day in American history. Many, many lives were lost. But from the ashes rose a hero. Rudolph. William Louis Giuliani Esquire gave so much to this nation. And how was he repaid? By getting raided by the Department of Justice. Government thugs with a license to ruin innocent American lives. Hey, you fucks. That's where we come in. At Uncle Tiny's Data Dumps, we got you covered. We get rid of all the things that may or may not incriminate you. Bloody shoes. Weird dick touching. Endless photos of the Coppatone baby. Mouthy wives. Borat. Fred Hampton. And also Fred Savage. Browser histories. Pornhub passwords. Any of your illegitimate half Puerto Rican kids. You fucking get it. You get what we're doing. Uncle Tiny's data dumps. Keeping your greasy goomba ass out of the slammer since, I don't know, last week? <laughs> 
So if you fucking Stugatzas want to be featured on the show, please call or text us at 970-426-5344. Amy Fisher! You can only... That fucking bitch. I can't believe... That like, that Foucault does goes to bat for you, and you fucking leave his ass after he leaves his dirty stroke wife... She got shot in the face, Sean. Shot in the face. Ah, shot in the face, stroke, whatever. Your face looks bad, fix it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They call that the mafia facelift. I forgot she got shot in the face. <laughs> Amy, you're a decent shot, but you're a bitch. <laughs> she fucks like a champ, though. You can also message us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Whiskey Real. Hit us up via email, whiskeyreel at gmail.com. Or you can be a part of our private Discord community if you don't want the fun to end after every week's episode. Hit us up for the invite and be a part of the madness. Yeah, that Discord's kind of popping off. I took a little break on it. I'm not. That's I'm hilarious. Not, like he's on the Discord. I'm not. <laughs> I'm a, yeah, man. I know. I, I do. You're level one. I read it. I read no, the Discord. No, see, I made him small I just batch. Don't, I made him small batches to the top thing, which is our admin levels, which you sure, can't, sure. we don't earn points anymore. It's yeah, just, I, we know. Just, I know. But I'm considering dropping your ass to fucking well whiskey hey, to man, make I, you hey, earn listen, it. Hey, listen, I just read, I read it and I enjoy it, man. I can, I can look from afar. There's nothing wrong with that, actually. That's nah, like, man. you're uh, a voyeur. You guys, you guys are all witty and shit. I'm you're just a, trying a to read You're a social media dude. voyeur. I got no wit. What? To, to wit. Don't Dude, read. you're funny. Don't read the Discord Thanks, with man. your Don't read the Discord on, with your dick in your hands don't, though. Don't do that. So we uh we don't have any bad. retractions cuz we're fucking perfect. Um, but I we do have yeah. some Discord feedback. Let's get to some Discord feedback okay. first. In the listener, what we're going to do is we're going to cherry pick some funny things or, or, or illuminating things that we see in the listener feedback thread of Discord. And uh, at one point John Brown uh, who I love his handle is Squalor Johnny. I just imagine him like like Oliver, just like, please, sir, I want some more. Um, it's a said, fucking reference to the National. Oh, yeah, you guys. They have a song called Squalor Victoria. I see. We can't go Could not more be hipster. Here. Could not be more hipster. Oh, my God. That is that is. He's he gazing got, yeah. at all the shoes. It's yes. almost <laughs> as hipster as his new profile picture in Discord. Um, he has a closet dedicated to looking at shoes. Oh, of course. <laughs> he does. Of course he does. This is my shoe gazing closet. So, John, at one point in the listener feedback section goes, my seven-year-old told me you guys talk about pussy too much. Okay. And I laughed and then I went. Why, why is why are you letting a seven year old? You got to pop off for the next one. Yeah. Then Ellie explain. responds. My five year old brother listened to a few minutes during the music section, and he looked at me, smirked, and said, "Pantera." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that's cute." Um, but let's let's let this lead into a public fucking service announcement for all of you. Do not let children listen to us. Three. Nightmares. It's yeah, just, why would you let your kids well, around us? You're, 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 put, you're basically like, start putting the money away for therapy. Well, start putting it away. Let's First things first. The seven-year-old is totally correct. 100%. Um, we do talk. The five-year-old, the fact that he smirked and said Pantera is already fucked. He's prodigious. The kid's mm-hmm. done. That, yep. Dude. I think that kid has a future. Give that kid a trench coat and a Glock. He is fucking on board. Um, but good yep. good for you. Hey, listen. Whiskey Reels for the children. It is We've been children. saying the whole time we're for the children. <laughs> um, do we have any... Uh, I have do- a lady friend. Yeah. I, we talked about is this. Is that right? Which one is this? Um, and she... <laughs> the other one. And... <laughs> 
No, like she listens to the podcast. She's been listening to us. Ooh. And she's a little crunchy. Sorry about she's that. She's a little, uh, um, she likes astrology. Um, does she have Her cho- career is in retrograde. By See, the way. I told you. Um, does she partake in Chacos? Um, <laughs> the last time I saw her, she was wearing Chacos yes! and literally said to me, yes! Sorry if I have Chaco feet. Ooh, that's what like, are Chaco feet? They're is that rough. like hammer toe? Yeah, Dude. they're haggard, bro. Is it I, like I horns thought, and shit? I thought right. They were fucking that Merle haggard, yeah. bro. Yeah, you. <laughs> they were <laughs> Merle haggard. Bobby doesn't care. He likes it rough, so he just put those two corn fucking covered oh. feet right around his dick and fucking foot Her fetish. Fuck the bunions shit out of on my calves. <laughs> Guess what, babe? I got bunion dick now. It's like, <laughs> it's like fucking a cornfield. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> don't tell us stuff. No, she has children. She has children. And so I was like, I was like, that's fine. I want you to listen to the podcast. There's nothing I'm going to say on here that I'm going to be embarrassed about or <laughs> never want you to hear. Like, whatever. I'm an open book. I'm an open book. That's true. Do not let your fucking daughters <laughs> Ever. hear this podcast. They will never look at me the same way. No, they'll just be like, oh, God. They're like, what, I, I, what is wrong with him? Mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, oh God, we have a voicemail. Guess what, Bobby? Your cousin Bobby hit us oh, back. Thank up. God. So let's. I haven't even listened to this one yet. Okay. I just it All came right. in and I was like, oh I downloaded God. it. We're good. Yeah, to yeah, go. yeah. I'm not I gonna thought, lie, guys. I thought he was dead. Yeah. We Did were, you really? We were worried. No, I thought we, he got murdered. So you hadn't even heard. You didn't even hear from. No, him. dude. We haven't heard of him. Uh, heard from him since Bradenton. Uh, so I thought he was still fucking huffing amyl nitrate. I don't know if he got out of that fucking town. Yes. Okay. He must have. He must have been taking advantage of the gay and art community. God, I hope this is not a suicide. Actual facts. <laughs> Actual facts. <laughs> it could be. It's a last will and testament. Wait. Suicide note. Well, can we not? Are we like legally allowed to play it if it's a suicide note? Well, we'll cut no. them. We'll cut off the. Okay, let's no. listen. Hey, Bobby. It's your cousin Bobby calling from Bradenton, Florida. It's been a while, buddy. He's still hey, there. y'all. So I'm driving in a rainstorm right now. It's a bit crazy. So if you hear some shit, I'm so sorry, but <laughs> I had to call in and talk about. Happy Super Fuck Town in Bradenton, Florida. Man, you guys oh, were shit. correct. That place is amazing. <laughs> I went there, man. They had everything. They had the, the mayonnaise cashews. Oh, delicious. <laughs> they had the panda bear fight. <laughs> I got my autograph from Trevor Lawrence. It was fucking amazing. So I can't recommend it enough that everybody, come on down to Bradenton, Florida. Come on down to happy fucking, you know, touch your nuts behind your ass cheeks. Fucking town. It was amazing. I'm a fucking alligator. All right, here is my argument for Cousin Bobby being on all the drugs. Okay. Um, super happy fuck you fun time land is fake. So where the fuck was Listen he? to me, man. It where lives, were you, buddy? It lives within all of us. Doesn't it's a place you can go wherever you are. You could be in Guam and still attend. Mm-hmm. You, it's, it's a place you go inside. Okay. I think it's it's okay. metaphysical. But he said there was a panda fight and he got to meet Trevor Lawrence. So <laughs> that, I'm like, you're on all the acid and the method. All same. of those things actually could happen in Florida. They could. <laughs> he definitely had some very real experiences. Yeah, that was. I just can't believe that it was at super tuck your nuts, fuck time behind your fuck your mom land. land. Yeah, there, there's no place. There is no place <laughs> called that. Poor Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but I'm glad to hear he's still alive and kicking, man. Yeah, that was, we were so super sus, dude. Yeah, I love my cousin Bobby. He is such a sweet kid. Um, he was always the kid at the like family picnics 
that would get hurt during the softball game or the kickball game. And he always or, had ice on his knee. Or oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. He was always that guy. Yeah, it's okay. He you seems know? like he's really, fine. he's still there. He's still alive, which is frightening. He's probably like the assistant general manager of Stickies by now. I mean, honestly, he's bringing it. He's kind of bringing fire. Um, last he? I heard, he was applying at Waffle House. So, dude, Good. he'll be running that place in no time. <laughs> he will be a genius. I'm just saying, dude. Waffle House I'll give no you time. some tips, Uncle. Uh, I'll give you some tips. Uh, yeah. Thanks, cousin Bobby. We uh, appreciate yeah. you. Thanks, buddy. cousin Bobby, friend please, of the podcast. Please hit us up more because we don't, or at least check in. At least check in with us every now and again so we know you're okay. <sighs> we get worried. Yeah, we, we do. do. So now we move to the media's. Now we. Our listener, Nikita, has been very patient as he waited for all three of us to Mm -hmm. watch the first episode of the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Yes. Now, Bobby. Go on. Did you watch it? (laughs) I watched approximately... Oh, God. 14 minutes (laughs) of the first episode of the Mighty Ducks. You didn't even set the scene yet, man. I, I mean... I think I'm a little worn out on nostalgia. Okay. I think I'm busted up. Such a cynical guy. That is so cynical. (laughs) I'm kind of over nostalgia. (laughs) I'm over sentimentality, dude. Well, no, he might be saying I'm overlooking at the past. I'm looking at the future. He's a future kind of guy. It's like, why do we got to bring back fucking Cobra Kai and Will and Grace and you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, like, can we move forward? There's no new ideas. Anymore. Have you guys ever watched Ted Lasso? That's a new show that's Ted never Lasso's been made before. Fantastic. That's a great show. Let's watch that <laughs> instead of rewatching the Mighty Ducks bullshit. But it's a totally different happened. thing. It's it's it, just a show for the hockey fans and the hockey moms and the no, hockey. It is kids. a tropey, yeah. sappy thing that uh, and I wa- you watch fourteen. What did you think of the fourteen minutes though? I thought it was almost unwatchable. Really? Yeah, I, it's, it's not your boring. jam. It's no. I it's, was excited for you to watch it because I knew you'd hate it. Like well, I just like your I'm, pain. I'm very. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I, this is making me question myself because I was watching it and I'm like, oh, this is cute. Like my whole time I'm watching, I'm like, this yeah. is totally cute. I get why they're making this. It's a nice, safe, very Disney, very fucking okay. Deals with bullying and going your own way and it's very bad news bears meets diary of a wimpy kid yeah like that's and, a good and, summation. and i've i and i used okay. to i watched yeah. those with my daughter she's 11 so like this is something that like there's enough funny in it to be funny emilio estevez has no business being in this um he gets better throughout the he's he does absolutely dog shit in this the kid though the best friend, nerdy fat yeah, kid. Yeah, Nick. He's the played podcast by, kid. This kid's called Maxwell Simkins. He plays Nick. Fantastic. That kid's this. got a future. He's got a future. He's going to be our next uh, Canadian Chris Furley. Everything he says is a zinger. That kid just crushes. And it they looks like they zingers. might let, it, either they let him riff or he's a way too good of an actor for that age because I believe that he just like is firing that up. It's, it, I, I will say, I know I, ha- I hated the franchise because i watched the first one it was kind of like legendary because it was the first one but um th- it's a very cool kids i'm sure john out there listening with his kids is something you can watch and you some of these sh- fucking movies and shows you just are like oh my god please be over this isn't un- as unbearable as other kids shows that i've watched of the same ilk that's that's fair um yeah. I, I obviously i'm i am cynical this really? is true. You think? Um, <laughs> but I'm not crazy cynical. Like, I no, do have I a know. heart. I mean, two nights ago, I read three chapters of A Wrinkle in Time by Madeline Langle, 
to a 10-year-old girl. He said this like 16 <laughs> times. I know. You're so proud of yourself. I am super fucking proud of myself. You should be. It's cool. And it was fun. It was great. I'm not cynical. I'm not a giant piece of shit. Like, I actually do have a heart. I get where you guys are coming from with this. It's just that, like, watching Cobra Kai is a different experience for me because that was my Mighty Ducks. Uh, I see. See. There you go. Makes sense. You know what I mean? The Karate Kid... That's was why I wore my, my Mighty Cobra Kai legendary. Shirt to remind right? you that yeah. if you talk shit about this structure, I th- this is just as cheap. I think Bobby actually picked up his copy of Your Stinkle is Fine. And it was a porn adaptation of Wrinkle in Time. That big VHS and box. He re- yeah, yeah, yeah. And he read that, which yeah. probably is why he Oh, and he chapters. forgot to say the, the, the epilogue, though, is was when you've done with those three chapters, you were also like, okay, now let's get into the movie. The movie's a big piece of shit, okay? <laughs> fucking Oprah's terrible in it. Fucking- <laughs> no, the last, giant the last blank page is all <laughs> yeah. blotter acid. <laughs> so you rip it out and you just get fucked, dude. That's oh, yeah. what's up. I that's a gr- I really that's enjoyed. A, that I tried book. to watch that movie with JK's kid, and I it was rough, dude. It. It, was, it was not. You know why? It's bad. Great. I mean, legendary story. Yeah. Um. However, that movie was goddamn. We all we all read dog it in shit. Junior yeah, high, yeah. Right? Everybody read it like six or seven. A regular right? time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it a like five six. part series. I mean, there's like Swiftly Tilting Planet. Women there is. Door. We only read the first one. They tried to jam pack everything in two hours. Um. But yeah. they're really good. Um. She's a little C.S. Lewis. That she's kind of very Christian. She's coming from that perspective, but she's also like, those are novels about a young girl. Facing the burdens of being a leader. Yep. And and a young girl that grew up being very, very insecure and very self-aware. Mm-hmm. And now she's thrust into a leadership. It's it's groundbreaking. Like, yeah. Like those novels are fucking every young woman should read. Like Alice yeah. in Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. Very much so. When your daughter Madeline turns. Madeline a better writer. When you I'm tur- sorry. When, you t- <laughs> when your daughter turns 10, you do what every good father should do. And you get her a copy of Catcher in the Rye and Mein Kampf. <laughs> and you get her trained on a fucking field shooting. And then you go. And that's what a, that's what a dad should That's do. how you make a Bobert. Okay. I know. Izzy told me about her uh, book report on uh, Catch-22. <laughs> Catch-22. <laughs> she was so proud of it. Here's here's all the books. <laughs> she's kind of was like, honestly, Izzy, you completely missed the fucking point. She's actually and working. And Yosarian is dead. She's working on a novella, 1985. <laughs> And it's a follow-up. <laughs> um, I, I will let you guys. I'll give you the updates as it comes in. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> if you want to make, you know what I say you do? If you, your daughter's 10. She's very smart, so she can handle this content. She's if you want to make her really happy for most of the book and then destroy her life forever afterwards, give her flowers for Algernon. <gasps> Ooh, Jesus. That's, that's that was my favorite book, book that I read in, by the way, seventh grade, they gave us that's that book. That's a heavy book. And I read it, and at the end, I was, like, it ruined Ooh, my week. You know what, Sean? <laughs> I fucked up. I gave her flowers in the attic instead. No, <laughs> Son of a bitch. No wonder. V.C. Andrews. V.C. Andrews, oh, brother. Jesus. You know what's popping, bro. I know what's oh, That's God. why I love you, man. I've read some V.C. So, Andrews, that's, that's why I drink brosé with you and listen to fucking Jeff Buckley. That's why we used to do that. Yeah, man. Well, <laughs> let's, times, times let's wrap changed. up the Mighty Ducks, and then I will make you guys talk about it ever okay. again. I, I'm I through, thought it was great. Okay, I'm through all seven episodes that I got. I watched last night's episode today. Um, there is a really great moment in the sixth episode where a bunch of the old ducks come back, and they touch back on some of the stuff from the first movie, and you really get to see. They develop the what happened to Gordon Bombay, and why is he in this shitty rink? Um, it, it, it's fun. You're going to like it if you, A, enjoyed the first three Mighty Ducks movies, B, you play 
play hockey or kids play hockey. And that's about the audience it's for. It's for that's hockey fine. fans and, and, and parents of hockey fans. Because they really like homegirl from uh, Gilmore Girls, Lauren Graham. I love Lauren Graham. I like her specific shtick, the mom. Oh, Lauren Graham is the girl from Bad Santa, right? Yes. Fuck me, Santa. Fuck me, Santa. She takes oh, it right God, in the yeah. two. You'd love her, Bobby. No, I've met her. Oh, you did? Because <laughs> she got a UTI. Yeah, that's why she missed, the, that's why she missed an episode. <laughs> fuck. fuck. So, fuck Mighty Ducks. Thank you for suffering this if you don't give a shit about the Mighty Ducks, but uh, you might like it, especially if you have kids or if you play hockey. Now, get over here. Get over here. Mortal Kombat. I was lucky enough. Our friend Jesse, who's a bartender over at Steamworks, rented out an entire theater for 20 people to see Mortal Kombat. So I waited and what I didn't mistake. watch it. I didn't watch it on HBO Max. <laughs> I waited to see it in the theater. Now, this movie is um, not great <laughs> at all. At all. No, it starts off great, though. The dude, fucked up thing was when the they released first, that seven minutes. Dude, the first 15 minutes of this reads like a fantastic Shaolin throwback. Yeah, Shaolin and slash feudal Japan. And I was so Japan, into what was about to happen. Right? And fucking sure enough. No, and that's the problem they had with Tone. Motherfucker. Because it's, it's looking like it's okay, and then they just cut to Shang Tsung in the nether realm going like, the tournament, we must start. And then fucking the uh, uh, Sub-Zero's just like, we will stop him before the... T-. I was like, how did you go from no. starting a decent story to a, an old Haim Saban Power no, Rangers show? Dude, no exposition at all. It was clip cut. It feels like they fucking filmed 40 hours of fucking material, yeah. shredded it, edited it together, and smash cut a bunch of bullshit. Um, it was great that it was fucking, they had like the fatalities and it was gory and shit. That yeah. was cool. But, oh, but not on, enough. There was only man. three. There, A, there wasn't a real tournament. They kind of went around starting this Stupid. tournament thing where they were going around to different places. So by the end of this movie, I was ready for a whole nother movie. Yes. It was like a really long trailer for, hey, we're going to show you the real tournament and like more than two or three fatalities in the next one. And I was like, so, God damn it. Why do you guys think that it's such a hard property for anyone to adapt. It's not. That's the thing. The the, the martial arts no, tournament. No, clearly is. No, no. They're stupid. The martial arts tournament trope? fucking trope is very fucking. It works. The movies are sometimes stupid, but you can make them palatable. The best. They, did, they should just remake Bloodsport. With well, or, super or, or let's go all the way back to the kid. 70s and say Master of the Flying Guillotine, go. which started Street Fighter and everything else. All you have to do is throw a bunch of cool shit into a ring and let them fuck each other up. Yeah. It's not hard. What they try to do is they try to put their thumbprint on it and build a story and like expand the universe. And give me a new character. I don't give a fuck about this new character guy they're building. All I want is I want to see Goro rip somebody's spine out of their body. I want to see Raiden blow somebody up. That's all I want. Just give me what I want. Stop trying to give me a story. If they would have done that first 15 minutes where they Kurosawa the shit out of it and it was dope. They had two phenomenal martial artists. And actors. Those actors are fantastic. They're fantastic. And it was really like touching and they, they they started off and it just feels like man they just they got sucked into the vortex of we have to do the x y and z and I'm, I'm guessing that raiden was played by christopher lambert no not this time of course they got a real asian person they got highlander not a highlander <laughs> christopher lambert might be the only human actor that has been miscast in every role that he's ever been in. I, he was a french that. scotsman in highlander um, which really worked out well, especially when you bring in a Scottish Spaniard by the name of Sean Connery. <laughs> okay. Whose name? 
is I, I, Ramirez. Something Ramirez, yeah. <laughs> no, it's just Ramirez. It's just Ramirez. Yeah. Dude, um, by the way, love that movie. But first holy one. fuck was that misguided. The Dude. first one's great. The Quickening is one of the worst movies ever made. Ever. The second one. Yeah. Awful. Yes. I can tell you who directed that movie. <laughs> who? From sad. memory. That's sad. Russell Mulcahy. Oh, well, of course, Russell, Russell Mulcahy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us some of his other amazing. Uh, you mean also auteur? Russell Michael McKinney? Ironside <gasps> was the Ironside. antagonist. Famously of Scanners. Uh huh. <laughs> which is what I always go back which, to. Which is awesome. I wish he was a scanner in Highlander too. <laughs> I know. And just would have blown up Thank Christopher you. Lambert's up stupid everybody. fucking head. Um, but, but dude, this was another, yet another letdown. Um, they, it's so funny when you deal with these types of mu- movies. Comic book movies probably are more notoriously hard to pull off than anything. And it's This weird. is a video game movie. I mean, sorry, that's you what meant, I meant. Did you I meant, mean, okay, I meant video game. I'm sorry. Uh, vi- like video game movies like historically do poorly. Nobody can do a fucking video game movie. And it's so funny to me because the material's already written, you dickhead. The games have better stories than yes! half, half the Dude, other the, movies out there. Those cut scenes that they do in the video game game are much more entertaining than this why don't movie. they t- and, and maybe that they're so behind the times that it's it's it, maybe it's just like what happened with comic book movies for years they're like oh you wrote comics great you can kind of oversee but we're going to bring in seasoned screenwriters to fuck this movie up dude, for years dude. maybe they're not doing that and they're like hey let's bring in somebody from fucking one of these video game I'm, companies to actually write the goddamn script i am rewriting harry and the hendersons with blanca from street fighter <laughs> That's my wish list, bucket list goal. Man, I can't wait to see him ruin it's a corsage by like turning himself into a lightning ball and smashing the fridge. What the fuck was Blanca? Um, they just left him out of the. Remember the Street Fighter movie where they didn't yeah. really. Well, they just explained wants. him briefly at the end, and then he did nothing but cry. Okay, so I have a question before we move. Yeah. On to clutching our pearls. Well, we got music. We got have music you guys talk. watched fucking anything good? Yes. I watched one of the better animated things that I've seen in a long time, um, which is uh, Lakeith Stanfield of Judas Black Messiah and uh, Flying Lotus, who's a oh. brilliant producer, yep. just put out this shit on Netflix called Yasuke. Okay. And it's a, uh, it's actually coming off of a real story. Yasuke is a black samurai. He was known as the black samurai. He was a former slave that went to Japan and actually became a samurai. Wow. He was a real person that existed. I don't know the, the mythos behind that character, but they took that Genesis. They took that seed and created, um, something that was a uh, voice by Licky Stanfield plays Yasuke. Um, it was fantastic. It's it's that fantastical samurai shit that I miss from like Ninja Scrolls. Um, right. I'm a big Ninja Scrolls guy. I love You're that a big type anime of. Guy. I'm a big. I, some more than others. Like I'm not big on like a uh, uh, Evangelion or like oh, I yeah. don't. I don't like some of the more like deeply, but I grew up watching Robotech like, and I grew up Akira, watching Akira Ghost in the Shell. And everybody always goes to Akira and shit, but there's a reason you go to that because it was so groundbreaking. What's dope about Yasuke is not only is it voiced really well, the anime reminds me of that early 90s, late 80s, mid, maybe even mid 90s style of anime. It's not over, it's not CGI'd, it's all hand drawn. Um, and it's not as crisp. So it feels more genuine, Um, but the subject matter is dope. They deal with magic and sorcery and lycanthropes and they've got all the like, they've got all the dope ass anime tropes for Japan. Um, 
that that I miss. And and sometimes they take themselves too seriously in the anime where it's like they don't go fantastical. They don't they don't do like magic or they don't do something because they're trying to stick to their guns. Mm. This encompassed everything. They're huh. 22 minute episodes. They're dope as shit. And Flying Lotus does all the music for it. And the music is almost secondary to how good the show is. It's fucking fire, dude. Okay. It really is. Um, for you dorky anime people out there, if you like more serious anime, you probably won't like it. But I grew up watching Bubblegum Crisis and yeah. a lot of shit like that. I love this. It hits to the heart. It's a guy protecting a little girl with powers type uh, shit. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fire starter. But I mean, I'm it, looking. You, know I mean? you said something about the animation. Be like, I I caught Ghost in the Shell on TV the other day on one of the Pluto TV how did it channels. Look? It looked fucking so good. I was like, God damn it! I forgot how good the animation was back then. Even and now I, I'm looking at screen grabs from Yusuke. Yeah, and it looks good, but it's very clean because they do render they they do it, then they render it digitally because it saves a lot of time and money. The shading on shit from like Akira, it's Vampire Hunter, dude, all that old shit I was just, like, it was moving paintings. I just rewatched yes. Vampire Hunter D like Blood a week Lust. ago. Bloodlust. Yeah, I sure. fucking love that. Um, Plasma. Dude. Plasma. <laughs> dude. Vampire Hunter D, like that's up there on that. that that's up there Mount for Mount Rushmore of all things good about anime. Mm -hmm. But man, this, yes, I, I get they have to render it differently. And also you got to remember when we watched the original anime, it wasn't on 4K. I got this fucking high-powered TV that's showing me every error that you've ever done in your life, including crow's feet and including like shit. See, you know what I'm I saying? I don't know like, if they remastered I, or they did something. But it doesn't matter. It's, it still gonna, it's still going to change the cell. It's still going to change your visual experience. And, and despite that, Yasuke came through, man. I'm telling so, you. No, it looks amazing. Give it some time. I'm going to check it out. The, the, for, the opening, it's the guy, the old samurai hiding in a village. And now he's a boatman. He's brought back into action. And dude, it's every good trope, of, uh, like Kurosawa trope that you've ever wanted. Oh, to shit. See. So I just looked this guy up. LaShawn Thomas seems to be the guy that's behind everything. He's a yeah. director, writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done, um, he worked in the art department for Black Dynamite. So he's worked in animation, <laughs> Cannon Buster. It looks like he's worked in a lot of anim. Oh, he co-directed a bunch of Boondocks episodes. So he's he's in this style. He's yeah. been in this style of animation and, for a while. And if you if you notice, this is very Boondocksy. Yeah, the, the like animation it. is. So if you like that style, you'll love Yasuke. Man. Sweet, dope as shit. <clears throat> Let's get to some. Musica caliente. By the way, Rex was like, that is the most racist thing you've ever Don't worry about it. It's um, fun. I, it's, I, I hate it. <laughs> I, now I like to now and we're, now do we're doing it every single time. Yeah, I, um, I hate it. Okay. Hey, the jingle fun. lets people know we're getting into the music. It's all just for people putting this on in the background. So Sean, they know okay. to pay attention if they like the music segment. So, Sean and Bobby, we've talked. I'm not a part of this. Segment. A little bit. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you are. Um, We've talked many times about what we're about to talk about. Okay. Um, we have. Not particularly this group, but the gentleman that made this group special for this new thing that just dropped. Okay. Right? We've talked about MF Doom, and we've talked about Zarface, and we talked about one of their previous We've co never done a Zarface song. No. On the no, program, which is a not. shame. Um, it really is. Zarface is comprised of three people. Inspect a deck. Yeah. Wu-Tang Clan. Um, Esso. Esoteric. Yep. Um, that had a group with him and his producer is uh, 7L. If you don't know who Esso is, you don't know who 7L is, bangers. They've been out forever. They were in Army of the Pharaohs with fucking Vinnie Paz, who we did last week, and Apathy and Self-Titled. And there's a lot of history with Esso. And he's actually, him and uh, there's been, he's been getting it. He's gotten into several beefs with some people. But anyway, 
I've always liked Esoteric. He's always been known in the underground hip hop scene as being like the comic book nerd. He owns a comic book shop. Mm-hmm. Um, like you think we're bad. This guy is a uh, bad. Um, so he created this group, Zarface. And it's kind of, it was supposed to be a, a fictional character. That's like, Emma. it's kind of like Doom, like Dr. Doomish yep. looking. Um, and it was, uh, you know, every hero needs a villain uh, was their second album. Zarface is kind of the anti-hero, I guess. And so they've they've built this uh, reality. They've built this universe of Zarface. And now they're even going so far as like, they're renaming shit, dude. Zarlem. Yep. It's not Harlem anymore. It's Zarlem, right? Um, and it's the Zarcade. Yep. Um, you know, they, they're they really kind of taking it. Everybody who loves hip hop has loved Zarface for a hot minute. I heard about these guys years and years ago, and I've loved them ever since. What makes this special, they did a um, an album three years ago with Metal Face, a.k.a. MF Doom. That's Metal Face was MF's rest kind in, of producer. Rest in peace. Um, kind of moniker. Um, but they just released a new fucking album. So yeah. I think Sean and I are both going to do songs off of this. Yeah, well, I said, fuck it. You picked a song and I was like, I don't want to pick that song. I'll find something else. And went, I love that fucking comic book song too much to not play. It's it's only a 26 minute EP, but posthumously MF Doom. Anytime this man's going to put out uh, music, we're going to rep it. Even though there is some wonderful music going on right now. Um, just throwing it out there. Um, Lil Sims is a is a, a British rapper. She's dope as shit. She's got a new song called Women. She's very progressive, very fucking fist in the air, fucking for the cause. Dope as shit. Uh, there's a SoundCloud kid that made a beautiful song. His name's Quadeca, and he has a song called Sisyphus, which I recommend highly. And I was going to do both of those, but when this dropped, I had to drop everything and concentrate on yep. Zarface and MF. And dude. I'm gonna, I want to go first though. I want to play it. this song. This song is called it. "This Is Canon Now," which will speak immediately to anybody that's like a comic book or comic book yes. movie nerd. And when you hear the first 30 seconds of the song, you'll know exactly why I and we love it. <laughs> um, and then I've got some a uh, couple things to say about it once we get done. But let's do this. Ass out when I shoplifted Thor's hammer. I could for thieving like a Peter Quill, even took his Walkman and Jet. Shit at his garbage cassette. What should I do next? Something good, something bad, a bit of both. I grand theft auto, the Milano, it was close. Then I got the Quinjet, where I was even in yet. Scott Lane couldn't hang out, chin checked an insect. Daniel tried to take me out, he should have gone for the dawn. That's a five finger discount for six stones. Listen, God, this, first of all, five finger discount for six stones, dude. All I have to say is there's a point in this song where he says, yo, Kevin Feige. And I'm like, Kevin Feige now has street cred. No one has ever said Kevin Feige's name Dude. in a motherfucking hip-hop track hey, before are, this song. When you told me that, because I didn't listen to this song yet, I've been listening to the album during the day. We were in here doing show prep yesterday, and I was like, "Dude, this just dropped." Yeah. And so I'd been trying to get up parts and pieces while I was working and shit. Dude, as I always said in the beginning, Esso is known in the hip hop land as being the biggest comic book nerd in hip hop, and a lot of guys have tried to cutely use it. Inspector Deck has been like a comic book guy. That's why they. That's why they kind of got together in the beginning. I think was they had this common. Uh, love for like comic books and and all things comic, which is why this whole group, the genesis of this whole group. But then it became almost kind of a thing to do in hip hop now, where you know it's like showing my comic book. And it's knowledge in one. And, it's like and it's in one 
or two bars. They'll they'll make it like maybe in one song they'll, they'll bring make a it reference. up. They'll make a reference. Yeah. Uh, speaking of references, the one so because this is Zarface and MF Doom, I know that they have stylistically the shit that they do. So they always bring in like old school clips from old cartoons, and and you could, I guess you could use cartoons from the '90s now and everything. But I think that they missed a huge opportunity to have one of those like lyrics pause breaks to have a clip of fucking Captain America going. I understood that reference because <laughs> I was like. Through the whole thing, I'm just like, oh, oh, I got that reference. And I know there's like a handful of people that aren't even right, going to get that. Right, 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 right. Like, God damn, that's every single bar had everything. To Dude, Esso is a fucking beast. And it's funny. You're talking about an album that has a uh, fucking Daryl Mack DMCs on the first track. Yeah. On this EP. You got one of one of Cali's finest, Mr. Uh, Dell. Tell the funky homo sapien from Uh, living legends. Let's just, let's just throw that out there. One of my favorite Um, uh, artists of all time is on no hip hop artist has ever let down Durango, Colorado more than Del the funky homo. Like how many, how many times have they refunded Um, those tickets? Six. Yeah. Well, why would you want to come here and play a show? Ew. No, I Uh, get it, dude. But yeah, don't, don't make the then don't sell the tickets well no that's the the that's probably the problem is that if he didn't sell out he doesn't think it's worth it to brother sleeping on my couch and i'm tired of that yeah um do you remember okay this is one of my favorite and probably one of the worst del the funky homo sapiens songs but it got stuck in my head because of of all things tony hawk that wash your ass song you better wash your ass you must you better brush your teeth it's just about being funky yeah it's about being funky and he was. Um, thanks to him, just, Hyro just existed. Just listen to Deltron. <laughs> okay. so, Deltron. If you want some real deal, listen to yeah. Deltron 3030. Or Living Legends are fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, amazing. My boys battled those guys and just shredded them. Did but it, anyway. Deltron? Yeah. Anywhoozle. Not everybody's a battle rapper, man. Not everybody so is. So that's and why that's you stay out of that. style of rap. Let's be honest. So they um, had no business being there. It's their no fault. Business. Yeah. Uh, Did but, they but, ever work with Dan the Automator? Um, who hasn't? I think my mom worked with Dan the Automator. She did, and she flashed the fucking peacock throwing, on her dude, bottom lip to him. Like, dude, she threw out the M- <laughs> M- MSNBC bottom lip. Dude, can you do um, me a favor, Aaron? Yeah. Next time you see your mom, just take a so picture of her photo. doing that so I can Photoshop yes, it. That will happen, and she about. will hate me forever. And that's fine. Um, I mean, granted, the girl from Scott Pilgrim did an album with Dan the Automator. I mean, that, that happened. Let's Which, just... Which you one? Can, Ramona, yeah. Ramona Flowers? Ramona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not a musician. She's just Mary a, Elizabeth Winstead. Oh, God, she's gorgeous. Bobby's oh, ex-wife. So, um, mm-hmm. Soon to be. Future. Future. Oh, hey. Future um, ex-wife. This is how your Forensic Files but, episode starts, Bobby. <laughs> dude, but this- I would finance a Tesla for that, though. <laughs> <laughs> that, if you don't know who Zarface is- it's not Caesar face. It's not scissor face. Because everybody can't I've pronounce heard that. It. Yeah. Czar is a Russian word. It's czar. Yeah. Get it? Czar. The C um, is silent. And um, I, I, I cannot recommend this fucking, this EP, and hopefully this EP gets you to the last three albums, because they got a lot of work they've already put in. Yeah. But it's good to see 40-year-olds. I keep doing it. We talked about like Red Man the other week. We talked, dude, don't sleep on us old people. We will still shred your shit. I get it. You're young. You're going to live forever. But we still have this game on lock. Mm-hmm. You're not going to take down RTJ. You're not going to take down yeah. meth and fucking red. You're not going to nope. take down fucking nope. Zarface. They're going to crush nope. your fucking life. You so look at before these guys, we move on to our yeah. next Zarface song, because <laughs> we're about to do that. That's um, happening. I got called an N-word today. Why? Uh, well, I mean, it was it was a young black man. Oh, okay. <laughs> was it in the what's up, my? It was in the, like, you know, you are my. Oh. That's cool. And d- d- how did you respond? 
Did you, did you like no, wash I was like, it off? Or no, what did I mean, you do? yeah, I kind of, you know, I, I brushed it you off. You didn't say it back. No. Fuck no. Jesus. Okay. I just trying to fucking. You lay. saw what happened to Jackie I'm Chan in Rush lay. Hour? I'm not trying to get shot over here. Dude. <laughs> All black people don't have guns, Bobby. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Damn it. That's probably I true. fucked up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it always feels good. It feels like you get a little dap, and it's so weird, yeah. and it shouldn't be that way. So this kid is a uh, uh, dishwasher at one of our favorite restaurants. Yeah. Okay. One of my favorite restaurants. And he walked in the other day while I was working at like 9.30 a.m. drinking a vodka tonic. Because that's what working is in Bobby's that's life. that's how I work. <laughs> and I was singing Scenario. Okay. Uh, right. And word for word, because I do know that song. And I, I don't think there's anybody over 40 this that doesn't like know scenario. This happened like a month ago. Right. And this kid fucking remembered. He was just like, he he, he walked out, he walked around the bar and he was just like, who is this dude? He talks to Scotty uh, Collins. Uh-huh. Yeah. Brother. And he's like, who is this dude? And he's like, introduce me. So Scotty introduces us and whatever. And he's like, I heard you the other day. Not talking about scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it's all low key yeah, and no, shit. No, like this, this is a fucking, how he talks. Is this is like some deep throat no. fucking. You know, this is how he talks, and he proceeded to just fall in love with me, <laughs> and we and we just became best friends. Good, essentially over like thirty minutes. Scenario. Bobby Bobby Noise Durango's N word. Kind of. <laughs> You're so stupid. I'll have business cards so made stupid. for you. Um, uh, I want all this cut. I know. No, it's not nope. going to be cut. Um, so, guys, we're going to jump right yeah, back in to Scissor Face, I believe they're called. Yeah, Scissor um, Face. Czar Face. Just, we can't talk it up enough. I got guys that work for me in, in the kitchen that are rocking Czar Face fucking merch. We all love Czar Face. And listen to them. They're old men doing it right. This is called Breaking the Action. This opening verse is the aforementioned Dumil. Um, we miss you, Dumile. We do. Um, Mr. Doom. Uh, this verse is dope because the first four bars, he, you know his Doom was dope about when he would rhyme, he would throw in little cuts of other shit that would be part of his rhyme. He he put throws in a little cut of hymen in this. You're talking about a girl's pussy and hymen, and it made me laugh out loud, and I miss you so much. I don't even think you're talking about him when you're rhyming. Ought to keep this toolie in the lining. Ought to thank the good Lord that you ain't the type to line him. Ain't nobody in business. Why they always spying? Type of shit is this fine, nothing get to lying. Turn the world against you, even your men's buying. It's a dirty game, getting hectic, real tiring. Top it off, now they playing victim in the violin. Dripping the color envy, more greener than Ireland. Surrounded by snakes, more meaner than the lion's den. You're talking too much. Can't remember why I went. Got you feeling guilty, Jedi tricks on the mind again. Nicky eat a dick with chips hit a Heineken. <laughs> this is strong. How about you eat a how about you eat a dick with some chips and a Heineken? Right? Well, see, I like that we also picked you picked an MF song, essentially, and I picked a Zarface song because even though they're on they're they're on each of these songs, yeah. this song is MF Doom as fuck, and that last song was Zarface. It feels fuck. very Dilla, right? That track felt very old school Dilla. It felt, yeah. it, you know, it, it, and it, it took me back 
for his mad villain fucking days with Mad yeah. Lib. Like yeah. it yeah. took me back to those days of um of MF. And hopefully there's a thousand songs out there we've never heard and you'll release it for the rest of my life. And I hope so. I can die happy. I hope yeah, I hope MF Doom was as prolific as Prince and just has like uh, fucking archives. Dude, and they've archives. got they've got guys that have been smoked recently, like uh Triple X Tentacion like died a couple of years ago. Guys like that and King Vaughn, who's another kind of trap kid that that got shot recently, they supposedly have like uh, literally like five hundred songs like on wow. Death. Like, and so you combine like all a, of them into something that will never even touch a single one of these. Nah, songs. dude, you're never gonna touch Everest. Dog. Good luck. Um, that's Mr. Dumoulin, dude. God, nah, God that bless. Was so good. Uh, so good. I love that. I love that so yeah. much. And I, I mean, the, the whole album's was, got some r- r- comic dude, book references. Twenty six minutes of an EP that I I made a joke and I'm like, you can't break it into tracks because it's a wall of sound if you put this on a cd it would be one track it'd be a 26 minute track um and it's fire guys please listen to it i listened to the whole thing twice today while i was doing show prep i just put on the background i didn't even notice it started again so fun so what time is it bobby i think it's time to clutch yo pearls i'm holding right now that's sweaty you clutching you got them inside I'm holding. Sean's inside. grabbing whatever he's, he's literally grabbing yeah, his dick. His fleshy. They're white and expensive, <laughs> like pearls. <laughs> Grab your dick if you love hip hop. Some sort of fleshy appendage is attached to Sean. <laughs> well, you know I have an extraordinary <laughs> mangled elbow. <laughs> what does that have a thumbnail? Sean. And that thumbnail. Weird. And that thumbnail. Weird. I have athlete's dick. Why does it have an eyebrow? It's weird. All right, fuck it. I'll go first. I, I got it. nothing. Um, you said earlier you had something you were waiting for. Yeah, oh, I, I thought you were going to yeah. touch on the Udi. Nah, you you hurt my feelings. The Udi. Um, what? You so have, you don't have feelings. <laughs> this is another thing to bring up with the therapist. How? What can you give me to not have feelings? Because <laughs> I have so to hang funny. out with Sean Mo, and people with feelings don't do well around him. That was so funny. That's very true. Um, <laughs> if you have a lady friend, dude, don't be afraid to read to her. It's amazing. That is the greatest. Aphrodisiac. It's kind of sexy. Aphrodisiac? Aphrodisiac. Yes. Aphrodisiac is reading a book to a beautiful woman mm. and read a beautiful book to her. Like, And granted, I'm reading A Wrinkle in Time to a Lady, but like, I want to read her like all the pretty horses. Oh, there you go. You know but what yeah, I mean? Not like anything with Fabio on the cover. Yeah, no, dirty, like those like... moments when you're just like, holy shit, that's the sexiest reading I've ever had that's about some, a horse. That's some Titanic <laughs> Kate Winslet painting you in the fucking... Yeah. I mean, a, for one thing, like, girls love horses. I so heard. read them, all the pretty horses. It's mainly the cocks. It's mainly, like... <laughs> no! It's not the... <laughs> Jesus. It's not the cocks, dude. I love how he just... He's like, yep, it's, and then, oh, wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> you stated that like it was fact. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. not fact. Why women love horses... <laughs> Is the um, visceral sensation of riding a horse? Yeah, it rubs on your vagina really hard. It's a sexual fun, <laughs> like a giant cock. It and does. <laughs> women come on horses all Jesus the time. Christ. You guys are the fucking worst. They do. I've heard this shit from like ranch girls. They're like, oh, no, God, I know, yeah. I know, I know. No, that's real. That's real, and that's way more real. Like, no girl fucks a horse. No, not actually. <laughs> well, some of them do. Well, I've seen video, but outside of Tijuana, can we? <laughs> That's a mule. That's can different. We, can we can we cut in wild horses, Rolling Stones, right now, please? I'm cutting in the version okay. from the movie Fear that fucking Mark Wahlberg finger bangs Reese Witherspoon to the shitty '90s uh, version. He loves that movie. But I, I saw it when I was you in sixth grade, and it scared the shit awful. out of me. Um, okay. Yes. 
Read. No, read just, to your lady. No, That's reading, sexy as reading shit. is fundamental, motherfuckers. Like, hey, let's read to our lady reading. friends. Like, read something with your girlfriend. Read something to your girlfriend. Enjoy the written word because that it is the most romantic thing mm. that exists. There you go. Read her sonnets. Read her stories. Read her <laughs> Shakespeare. Read her Cormac McCarthy. Read her uh, whatever. Okay. Who gives a shit? Re- Reader Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I don't give a shit. So what are the what are the illiterate redneck members of our audience do if they can't read to their I don't know. Just, I'm not in love with the illiterate. <laughs> I'm not either. unless you're like <laughs> one years old. You know, I get it. No, I mean I. Uh, you, you stick a trailer park girl's hand in ashtray and it's like braille. I had. <laughs> The best of intentions. <laughs> yeah, you did for this segment. This. I know you did. And then Sean and in Aaron in closet and classic Aaron, Sean fashion. Don't act like it's just me. Just shit. <laughs> don't act like it's just all me. over it. Don't act like it's me. It's both of us. I was interjecting. You were being mean. What was I being mean about? I don't know. What did I say? What do I? I just said. What if someone's illiterate? True story. Last two weeks, you've been mean. Well, yeah, last you're, week you're on a roll, dude. I don't, I don't know what your thing I'm is sorry, right it's now. It's hilarious. I don't know what I've done to it's like. It's really funny. Insult <laughs> your way of life, okay. Aaron. My pearl, <laughs> old swagger Vance. I'm gonna, keep, I'm gonna keep doing Jesus. it. Um, if you haven't met somebody that you can spend time in a hotel room with, having fun, most people travel to like go and they do fucking touristy shit. They go, oh, we're going to go to the aquarium and we're going to do this. That's yeah. fine. That's awesome. If you aren't with somebody that you can be in a room with, like watching bad sci-fi and drinking booze and laughing and being stupid, that's kind of the person you want to be with. You don't want to be with somebody who's going to be entertained with entertaining things. Mm, you just be by yourselves know. in a fucking hotel room in the middle of nowhere and be dumb. Yep. And and just have a great time get, going to get ice and going down to the lobby. That should be an adventure and fun. If you can find that type of person, make sure you don't fuck it up. Because that shit is fucking... That shit is hype. I am excited to be with somebody that I can do dumb shit with that right. doesn't involve question i don't have to fly in an airplane to do it i question just be in a room what if she's illiterate <laughs> <laughs> well obviously we 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 consistency is we important. we we had this thing at the scared Inn called the murder stairs the murder stairs were an escape route if you want to have a smoke and it was littered with cigarette butts and blood stains and cups and garbage blood and, stains huh oh it was ratchet so what I would say, if you're with an illiterate person, you bury them in the murder stairs. Oh, sweet. You right. throw them right. down the fucking flight, dude. Excellent. Nobody will find them for weeks. Trust me. They haven't picked up a fucking bag of trash in eight days in that place. Trust me. <laughs> uh, mine's pretty simple. I posted this in the Clutch of Pearls of Wisdom Discord feed, um, but I want to say it, and I know... I want to say it to exactly who we know is listening to this. You know who you are when I say this. If you don't like us and still watch and listen to everything we do, <laughs> bitch, you're a fan. Yeah. You, you, you're not wrong. That's before we, before we shut down the podcast, is. can I say one thing? Yes, you can. It's not a clutch of pearls, but uh, it, this has to be said. We yeah. need to acknowledge the fact that we, we all lost a friend um, this week in the most insane Horrific. possible fucking horrific, horrible, horrific manner. Um, and we have a friend that is dealing with the, the repercussions of that. Yeah. Uh, but we live in Colorado. Colorado is a um, 
Forest State, and um, we lost a friend to a bear attack. Yeah, and, I, and there's no other way to say it, right? Like, no, nope. we lost a friend to a bear. Yep, we've all known this girl for years, mm-hmm. and she was sweet, and she was kind, and she was professional, and she was very knowledgeable, mm. and just about as kind a person as you're ever gonna fucking meet. And um, yeah, I'm dude. I I was texting with her days before this happened. Um, fucking Bobby's broken up about it. It's gonna get me all fucked up. Um, dude, shit happens. You expect to lose people. That yeah. was fucked. And the worst part about it for me is um, her boyfriend, who's a really really good guy that I've uh, yeah. talked to and dealt with a lot. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't no. imagine he found her yeah. and now he's got to pick up the pieces and I just send, um, and it's meaningless, but we send our love, man. I know you're dealing with shit. I hope you get to hear this. Um, fuck man. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's awful. So just hold everybody tight. Like you don't know anything can fucking happen at any time. That's another. So let's, we've folded it into clutch your pearls. Yeah. Take advantage yeah. of all the time you can with the people that you love because Random, fucked up, horrible shit can happen. And then nothing is promised and and, uh, to have to pick up. I always feel there's an old saying, right? Funerals are for the living, right? People that are past already passed. Yeah. And I always, I I just keep going back and thinking about uh, him and his struggle. Yeah. um, Me too. God damn, man. It's horrible. Um, You know, probably have done that same trail every day for a hundred times and uh that was the day and you never know man nothing's promised so yeah like sean said hold your loved ones close um fuck guys just uh uh make the best of it and love each other please and we will fucking see you next week no bullshit We get rid of all the things that may or may not incriminate you. Bloody shoes. <laughs> Weird dick touching. <laughs> Compromising photos with whole cheerleading squads. <laughs> Matt Gates. <laughs> keep using Matt Gates. <laughs> Marjorie Taylor Greene's huge fucking stupid neck. (laughs) Sasha Gray's veg. And of course, all of your computer-based devices that have all the things that are going to fuck your life hard. (laughs) Hard. (laughs) Fuck your life hard. Browser histories. Endless photos of the Coppertone baby. Oh, I got one. Oh, I got one. You ready? Mouthy wives. Jesus. Cousin fuckers. The blacks. Incriminating photos of Pee Wee Herman. (laughs) Semen covered linens. Really on target. Very on target. <laughs> Your ex-wife's little brown kids running around. Jesus Christ, that is dark.
so to speak. Uh, hey. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy's gunt. <laughs> what the fuck uh, are we doing? This know, is so much fun. It's fucking stupid. Uh, Jean Bonnet Ramsey. <laughs> Spark that Borat. Fred Hampton. It's too ah, ah. And also Fred Savage. <laughs> Alex Rodriguez's fucking asterisk. Because I don't care if he juiced, he no. should have the records. <laughs> I actually get that joke, which is fucking ben, embarrassing. Ben, it's a baseball joke. <laughs> oh, yikes. yikes. Wade Boggs choking up on a fucking bat. <laughs> Bucky Dent's stupid stance. 